three, two, one. The national champion is clad in and big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Good Thursday afternoon to you and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. And joined on the boards here in the studio by Coach Mike. Good afternoon, Mr. Mike. Good afternoon. It is Thursday, May 18th. And, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in the NBA and a lot going on in the NHL as they pretty much parallel each other into uh, the semifinals that are going on right now in both sports. And then uh, – Obviously, the finals, which will probably end up sometime in June for both of them, and it seems, <laughs> you know, I mean, the NBA has the NBA. It, I know those seasons just seem like they go on and go on and go on forever. I mean, the NBA. I used to think baseball season was really long, but <laughs> you know, in the NBA, just ma- you know, matches are absolutely. <laughs> uh, last night in the NBA, uh, the Miami Heat pulled off. Quite an upset by beating uh, Boston in Boston last night, one twenty three to one sixteen, um, to take a one zero lead in that in the eastern side of the NBA uh, playoffs. Um, you know Jimmy Butler, that guy is just amazing for the Heat. He had thirty five points last night, seven assists. Six steals, five rebounds. I mean, he was other than he, that. He other, other than that, that he didn't yeah, do he, much. he <laughs> didn't, didn't do a whole lot. But I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious, he was he is just uh, woken up in these playoffs. And the Miami Heat. Let's see, they beat the Knicks and they they built they beat Milwaukee. Of course, that was without Giannis, uh, but they. They beat Milwaukee, then they beat the Knicks, and now they're up 1-0. Uh, they steal the first game of the of the semifinals, Eastern semifinals, in Boston, and now they go back to Miami for and game two. Basically, hadn't they flipped the home field? Uh, pretty much. Home court, I mean, you know, you know, home court advantage by doing that. They And when you get this deep in the playoffs, like we're talking about the semifinals here, you can't afford to lose one at home. You're supposed you're supposed to win the ones at yeah. home, you know. And then and and Boston, uh, higher seed, uh, really the favorite according to Vegas. They were at minus one hundred and five before all these, uh, all, which is basically even money. Um, but they were they were the the lead, the top team according to Vegas before the playoffs started, and and Miami. Was at the bottom at thirteen to one to win the whole championship, and Boston was even money. And now Boston finds himself down 0-1 after losing the game last night uh, 
to the heat. So, uh, I mean, normally sports like hockey, baseball, you know, but football and basketball, normally the more dominant team is supposed to win. You know, does, am I making sense? I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, but it's also now you're in the final four. And, right. And, the difference between the four teams is really right. You know, it, it's going to come down to breaks, momentum, streaks, gets, yeah, streaks. Who, who you gets know, hot. Who, yeah, who sure, gets hot? Sure. And, and uh, right now, Miami seems to be that team that's you know they <laughs> they've got the heat. Well, and the, <laughs> and they uh, like I said, game two is Friday um, at Miami. So we'll see. Which, like I said, they shakes out by, there. By, by taking that first game, you know, Boston was supposed to have the quote unquote home court advantage in that they would play four games in Boston. So, again, if you hold serve at home as the higher, you seed, should win the series. You should move on. You should win the series. But when you win that first one, now if you stay, if you go back to home, home victories. Now Miami's got one in their pocket. There you go. And and I and I think the pressure the, the pressure builds back on the team on Boston. You know what I mean? I mean, well, my, Miami Miami went up there, stole a game, stole the first game. They're going back home to play. You know, they're playing a little looser. Boston is kind of has their backs at this point, and I know, I know it's early in the series, but still, their backs are, are, are they're kind of pushed up against the wall, and they need to they need to go down to Miami and win this next game and and, and even this series up. Yeah, they need to they they, they do need to answer. Okay, uh, in the western side of the NBA, uh, the Denver Nuggets are leading the series one uh, zero over the Los Angeles Lakers, and tonight uh, is Game Two. Uh, that's at Denver. Um, that starts at seven thirty. So um, we'll see what happens. And you know, like I said, I like Denver before before these semifinals started. I like Jokic. I like Denver's ability to shoot the three ball with Murray. And uh, you know, not only is Jokic uh, a dominant inside force um, offensively and defensively. But uh, if they collapse on Jokic on, in, on the inside, Denver has the ability to shoot the ball over the top and score a lot of points. And, uh, you know, you're talking about Denver, you know, they're scoring – I think they're probably averaging in the 120s, somewhere like that. And uh, at this point in the game, if you can play decent defense and put up 120 points, you're more than likely going to win win every ball game. So – yeah, they, that's why and, I like Denver. And, and they said that the uh, the Lakers kind of felt good, even though they lost the game. They felt like they gained some momentum in the second half. But they made a defensive change, put a little bit taller player on Jokic, and then but they allowed one of their other guys to, in a sense, they said roam the lane, basically double team him anytime he gets close to the basket, yeah. gets the ball, and, uh, and they, they were kind of like, and Jokic said, well. I've seen this before. And Jokic is he was and, shooting some threes in that yeah, game. He, I've seen this before. If they want to do that, we've got we've got a oh, we've I, got an adjustment. Absolutely for that, you know? they do. Absolutely yeah. they do. That's and I just, you know, I, I feel as though growing up and watching NBA, and I I I'm normally paid the closest attention to the NBA over the years when it gets in the playoffs, you know. 
Um, I think most of us around here that right, you know, are like that. that are you know, that pay that pay closer attention during the playoffs. Um, and I've also realized that, uh, and and you know this, uh, when you have a dominant inside post player like Jokic, um, those are the type players that can take a team, put them on their back. And yeah. will them to victory, and we we've seen it with Kareem, we've seen it, uh, old school Bill Russell, uh, you know. There's just our numbers, uh, Akeem Olajuwon. Yep. There are a number of of post players that are uh, terrific post players that go deep in the NBA playoffs and have championship rings, and that's why I feel because they are so, again, if they're taller and bigger. They can muscle their way to the basket, and they're shooting two and three foot shots most of the time, or going to the foul line. Right, and, and that's really about the only way you can stop them, unless you double. Well, and, I mean, and and that's the thing that you know the, the Lakers felt like they did. They were able to do was throw this little wrinkle that they double on him, so he doesn't get that chance to get those easy shots. And they're like, okay, yeah, we can, and then we can shoot outside. That's right. And you know the thing about it is the Lakers. They don't have a they don't have a big dominant guy on the inside. Yeah. Uh nor do the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, and really pretty much the Heat. The only team in the left in the playoffs that has a dominant inside player is Denver with Jokic, and he's terrific. And uh so we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, I don't I'm not a I'm not a guru on NBA basketball. Yeah. I just like in I I like the way Denver plays. They play with confidence, and Jokic is is carrying his team on their back, and the city of Denver is obviously going crazy over them. So uh, it'll be fun to watch going forward. Now, um, NHL game one is tonight between the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, and then Friday – will be game one between tomorrow night will be game one between Dallas and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. So there are four teams left in the NHL uh, playoffs, just as there is in the NBA. Um, and so, of course, we we have a lot of Predator fans around here and some a lot of transplanted uh, northerners. <laughs> <laughs> that have moved down into yeah. the Tennessee area, particularly middle, Detroit, <laughs> middle Tennessee area, yeah, along with the with the car plants and so forth. Yeah. They they've moved yeah. down here, and uh, you know, and and they keep up probably more with hockey than than your average Southerner does, just because we didn't grow up, you know, have have accessibility. It's still it's to still ice, a, ice rinks and ice skating down. It's still new down here as as long as we've had the team, which I think we're pushing close to. And, is it twenty? Is it twenty? Years? I want to say twenty years. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 pushing twenty years. It's still relatively new to us uh, compared to the, the northern cities and, and Canada and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, again that's one of those sports that not many people pay attention to until they get into the until they get into the playoffs, and right. the Finals, and, right. and stuff like that. And a lot and a lot of people have. In the South and in Middle Tennessee, have not been to a Predators game. Now, if you go, if you go to a Predators game, and I've been to a few, uh, my not only my hockey knowledge is is 
<laughs> is elevated, but my interest is, is a little bit more elevated to go and watch live and then to see a game on TV. Of course, it's much more exciting when your team is in the playoffs, obviously. But if you go to – I found myself – the more games I went to, the more kind of interested I became in – in NHL in, hockey in, in, the in, other gen, teams in as general, well. right. you know, the other teams as just well. to sit at home and watch a period or two, you know, of, of a good hockey game. Yeah. Of a I, good- I, one night I, I caught myself in a sense, I turned it on. I thought, and I saw Dallas was, I can't remember who they were playing. Probably the Kraken. Probably, no, was, this was long. This was oh, okay. several years ago oh, okay. that I really didn't pay much attention to, to hockey. And then I turned it on. I thought, well, okay, I'll watch this for a little bit. And it was, I, I said, Oh, it's only five minutes left in the, Third period. I'll just watch the re- end of the game. It went six overtimes. <laughs> I was still watching yeah. hockey. <laughs> I was still watching hockey at two a.m. Yeah, I, I think that's the NHL record is six yeah, overtimes. Yeah, it was amazing. I, you know, it was and to to watch you know the the pressure just and you kind of okay. I want to see the winning goal. I want to see the winning goal, and it just didn't. You know, goalies were as they say the, the the term they use is standing on their heads. You know, they were just unbelievable. Both goalies were right. unbelievable, um, and the celebration it it was kind of a two sided celebration when when they finally scored the winning goal. I think Dallas won that game. Uh, for about ten seconds, there was a huge celebration. And then it was like, get me off this ice so I can go rest for a while. Well, I tell you, um, Dallas has a terrific goalkeeper. His name is Grubauer, I believe, or something mm-hmm. similar to that. And he just has been playing lights out uh, between the pipes. And uh, Dallas will go up against the Las Vegas Golden Knights starting their series. Like I said, that will be f- tomorrow night. And tonight is – the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes. Um, yeah, two southern. <laughs> you, know, you, you got two southern teams and a and a desert team. Yeah, I uh, mean, you all, know. You know, three out of the four. Three out of the four uh, are non-traditional uh, no, venues. Absolutely for, for NHL absolutely. hockey. The Florida Panthers. I guess they're uh, they must be. Are they? I don't even know what city they're I out think, of. Is it Miami? I Are they out of Miami? I think it's Miami. Okay. But I'm not right. positive. And then, uh, well, that just shows you how my NHL knowledge is not that elevated. But, uh, but you know, they're kind of a – they hadn't been around. They don't. They haven't been around a long time. I mean, like like we talked about, these expansion teams get to kind of pick pick whatever whoever they well, want to off these hockey, other hockey teams. did a, I was I will give it to them. Hockey did a good job in setting up their rules to help expansion teams become viable very very quickly. Right. And that helps and, ticket sales, that helps. Well, it helps the, I mean, if that you're going to expand sport. the league, if you're going to expand the league, you want it to be you want the team to be a, a draw from all, from the get-go. You know, think about even in the NFL you know, you get an expansion team, and it takes them almost ten years before they really become something. Yeah. You know, think about Tampa Bay. It was they were the they were the laughing stock of the league for almost eight to ten years when they first came in. Now they've kind of built themselves up to where they're a competitor. Vegas in hockey, man, they were they were in right. the finals from the right. get go. That's right, and, and that and, town was going crazy. Like I and, said, when we and went, it was new to them, it was such a new thing to them because they get you know brand new team, and now all of a sudden yeah. they're in the they're in the hunt. Um, 
couple of years ago. And now, and now you've got that whole city hooked. Yeah. On that team. Oh, they love, they love. And, and like I said, a couple of years ago, we were in Vegas during the uh, during the playoff, their first playoff run, and the uh, replica of the Statue of Liberty there in front of New York, New York Casino on the corner uh, with the kind of the faux skyline of New York behind her. Uh, they had a Golden Knights jersey draped, giant Golden Knights jersey draped over her as she stood there, you know, and they, you walked in the casinos and the bars. And I remember the game was going on that night we got there and, uh, man, I mean, it was tough to get a drink because the bartenders and the waitresses are all, all watching, watching the game. They're yeah. all watching the game. And I'm like, right, can I get a Coors Light yes. over here or what? I mean, what's a guy going to do and, for a Coors Light? And to remind everybody what what we're talking about with the NHL's format is that when they bring an expansion team in, there is a what's called an expansion draft where they're allowed to pick players off of established right. and only a certain number of players are, are are guarded or it, secured by the you can only guard you know in the NFL and the Major League Baseball you can guard the majority of your team and, and you you kind of leave your edge players available yeah, and know. hockey you're only allowed to is it to two protect it, two I think that's it I think it's only two on your whole team. And so, so that leaves a lot third, of good. That leaves a lot of good players available. Yeah, if you're a strong the expansion team, team, if you're a strong team, you're going to have six, seven, eight players that are strong players. That's how you got to be a strong team. And now all of a sudden, uh, now they can't pick everybody's good players. You know, you only, you're limited to a certain number in the expansion draft, okay. but you still have this range of selection of really good players that are established. NHL and if players. they jail quick enough, you're gonna have you're gonna well, have a successful team pros. right off the bat. Right, and, and Vegas becomes the uh, becomes the example of how that could happen. Yeah, uh, and, and again, I I again I applaud the NHL in having that format set up to where your expansion team becomes uh, a viable team very very quickly and. Uh -huh. Now and, it's now you know the, the it's a free for all again, and allowing your expansion teams to to draft like that players, good players from teams. Obviously, the proof's in the pudding because look at the Seattle Kraken; yeah. they just got yeah. put out, and they're they're in their first or second year, yeah. I think. And, I mean, and, it's and they're two or three you know they're two or three rounds deep into the playoffs. There you go. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's it does make for a competitive yeah. league, and and that's what and that's what brings in the tickets. Okay. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined here in the studio by with Coach Mike, by Coach Mike. Um, and we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little Bryce Young. He's making some uh, ripples down in Carolina uh, at quarterback at the mini camp. Surprise, surprise. And uh, we're going to talk a little John ja Morant and uh, see – Exactly what's going on with him and uh, social media and guns and all that crazy stuff. So give us a few minutes. We're going to be uh, right back. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia.
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike in the studio here on beautiful West 7th Street in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. And uh, it is Thursday, May 18th. And uh, Coach Mike, in two days, the second uh, jewel of the three in the Triple Crown will be run, uh, the Preakness. Isn't it the longest one of the three? It is the longest one. That's right. The Kentucky Derby uh, is a mile mile and a quarter. I thought it was a mile and an eighth. Was it a mile and eight and a mile and a quarter is – the the Preakness is like a mile and a half, isn't it? It's it's a long, it's a pretty long race. It's a long race. That's why it's uh, and and, and you just you just you just two weeks removed pretty much yeah. from the Kentucky Derby, so it's that's why it's so tough, is because normally these thoroughbreds will have three to four weeks, sometimes months off in between races to get, you know, get back in shape after a big race, um, but you know that's not only is your Turnaround time shortened to two weeks instead of three weeks or longer, but the but the race is lengthened, and you have to change your training tactics because they've got to be able to run that that distance at pace. That's right. Uh, uh, that's that's a uh, you know the there's a reason why they're called quarter horses. <laughs> they're they're designed to be at full speed for a quarter of a mile. That's about and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. So they have to pace. They have to learn to pace themselves. You know, the jockey, that, and that's where the jockey comes in as the driver of the horse, pacing him until he can get that last quarter mile. Okay, and that's when he kicks him into gear to go. And, and of course, the strategy comes in. When do I kick? When do I use that quarter mile? <laughs> Is it at the beginning? Is it the middle? Is it at the end? Uh, and, and different strategies have different things. When you when you extend the, the race by almost a quarter, you know, a, a third of a mile or a quarter mile, that changes your strategy considerably. Well, there are uh, in this Saturday's running of the Preakness um, at Pimlico Racecourse, uh, there are going to be only eight entries. When the Kentucky Derby had twenty. But there will only be eight horses running in the Preakness, and Mage, the winner of the Kentucky Derby, is the eight-to-five favorite. Which means if you put fifty cents on, bet fifty cents, or you bet five dollars on Mage, you would get eight dollars back. Okay, I just looked up something here. Okay, uh, in the Triple Crown series, the distances are one and a quarter miles for the. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Derby. Derby. Okay. One and three sixteenths miles for the Preakness and one and a half miles at the Belmont. So we had it backwards. So, so that's right. The Belmont the Belmont's the Belmont is the long, long one. Preakness is actually a, the short one. Right, it's a little shorter. So and, there you and, go. And so we had it backwards there. Sorry for you uh, horse racing enthusiasts. And Sorry we messed up, but uh, and and that's another reason why the, why the why the triple crown is so tough to win is because you've got to you going up against the greatest horses in the world, the Kentucky Derby, and beat a big field there. Then you're going up against horses that are kind of specialists at that distance in the Preakness. The mile and three sixteenths, which is a little shorter, 
which means you got to sprint more. Th that's right. You got to be a little quicker, and then you go. Then you got to go to the Belmont in New York, and that is a mile and a half, which is which a comparative is, marathon, <laughs> which is another really another quarter mile, yeah. which is a, a long distance yeah. after you've already <laughs> been running again, for you, you've had, a mile. Again, and we've a talked quarter. about the quarter horse having that quarter that quarter mile of peak speed. Now I picked two fills in the Kentucky Derby, and they ran second to Mage. Uh, he ran second to Mage. Now, Mage is it breaking out of the, the number three post position, and like I said, is the eight to five favorite. Uh, and then number eight, first mission, is the second favorite. And I tell you what, I'm going with number seven, Blazing Sevens, and he's coming out of the seven. So, I got a little gamble. I numbers. got a little gamble in me, coach. So I'm going to say sevens so across gonna, the board. You're going to run with a lucky number seven. Anyway, blazing huh? sevens, <laughs> blazing sevens, is a six to one. Is it six to one right now? And he's coming out of the seventh, uh, seventh post position or gate. Uh, so, you know, why not put a little money on on blazing sevens and see what what like happens? Like I said, my 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 record in in my. Uh, in my little friendly wagers and stuff like that, I, like I'm zero and thirty four, so yeah. I'm, you know. Well, if you know, I hey, quit look, worrying about it a long if time. You just, <laughs> my wife's one of my, one of my wife's lucky numbers is seven, yeah. so I, I'm right. sure we'll probably have a little bit on that. That would make as much sense as anything sevens. I could come up with. There you go, absolutely. <laughs> um, and uh, post time for the Preakness uh, for that race is basically six o'clock Saturday evening. Six oh one, they kind of put. I don't know why they don't just say six o'clock. I guess I to, say keep, the, to keep people's attention, or, or I don't know because the Kentucky Derby wasn't it at like two fifty-seven or yeah. or three fifty-seven or so, three minutes before the hour, yeah. and this one's an hour, well, a minute after the hour. It's kind of like those resorts. If you ever go to a resort like down in Florida or somewhere, and you're driving around on on the resort, they had the speed limit posted at like. <laughs> 14 miles an hour instead of 15 yeah. or 20. It's like, you know, it's a, it's an odd number. And I guess that's to catch your attention and make you pay a little closer attention. But anyway, um, okay. Uh, major league baseball this past week with Shohei Atani. I mean, this guy, this guy is, is, is pretty amazing. Um, in a game against, the Baltimore Orioles, which in which he pitched. Um, now, he gave up a couple of home runs, but he did end up getting the win, and he hit a, he went four for four, which included a laser shot home run he hit um, that was judged to be like the 13th or 14th hardest hit home run this season. And and let's not forget, guys. He's a pitcher too. I mean, I was going to say this. This harkens back. This we haven't seen a player like this since Babe Ruth. And I didn't see Babe Ruth. I was going to say we. Around. You know, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't we even around. around. I've you know, seen we're pictures. talking a hundred plus years. You know, or close to right at a hundred years when when Ruth was playing. That uh, you know, somebody with this kind of batting power and being able to pitch. I was told that you know Ruth would go into the Hall of Fame as a pitcher. Had he not gone in as a hitter, you know, when he went to New York, they they put him in the outfield simply because they wanted his bat in the lineup every day. Right. And that was the biggest reason why they didn't pitch him that much. 
Well, I, he like I said, he went four for four, hit his ninth home run, and this, according to, they have some type of gun that they keep at all ballparks, radar gun, speed gun. But uh, this ball was traveling at about 115 miles an hour, which I guess that's pretty fast I, I, for balls. I, I, I mean, I don't – Well, you, know, you the, figure that a, a pitcher throws – can throw nowadays in the around 100. Right. In Between the 90s, 90s up to 95 100. to 100 on an average. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, if you hit it with a bat going the opposite direction – you pretty have to, and get it to go 115 miles an hour the other direction. The equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> then you're, you've done something. And yes. that's what Otani has done. And he continues to amaze. And they have this um, – now they have a – it's a samurai helmet, this big gold-looking uh, helmet thing with big gold spikes <laughs> sticking out of it that they put on him uh, when he comes around and, and you know, he goes, gets to home plate. And uh, they, the major leagues are letting them celebrate. They're, like let, they're letting them wow. do that stuff. So, uh, well, you know, they I'm, used, I'm to, sure have, they used Japan, to have some really strict rules. About I'm sure how to all of Japan is that. watching him. I mean, yeah. he must be, oh yeah, considered a god in in Japan. You know, because he did play for uh, the in the J Japan League before mm -hmm. uh, the Angels picked him up. Obviously, um, I remember seeing a 60 minute on 60 mm -hmm. minutes. They did a one of their segments on him and it was it was pretty amazing yeah can you imagine in the old days when they didn't have the dh what kind of weapon he would have been as a pitcher coming in the ninth you know quote unquote usually the pitcher comes in as the ninth hitter so because he he's a, he's a wasted almost a wasted batter right and yeah he but him with, they pitch yeah. around him yeah they pitch around the, the, <laughs> but, the I mean, pitcher to now the thing about it is he's in the american league the American League has a DH, right? The National League does not, right? In, in uh, well, that, no, I think that I think this year they have both leagues have started using it. Oh, really? I but think. they're not using. I'm he, not. I'm not positive about. But when that, he's but, pitching, they don't use a DH, and they don't. They no, don't DH because, him because uh, he's, well, he's awesome, and and they can't use a DH for any other position, either. Only the pitcher. Only the pitcher in the major leagues. Now, in high school and college, you're allowed to use the DH for any for any player. But in the pros, you have to – if you're going to use a DH, you have to use it for the pitcher. And so, yeah, in those games, they choose not to. Uh, okay. And uh, that's – again, you're right. He's a, he's a he's a freak as far as – and that's in the in the good sense. <laughs> you, you know, he's, he's a freak of nature as far as the, the, the Major League Baseball picture is concerned. Well, the NFL is – the NFL has gotten together with uh, NBC Universal and formed a partnership. And uh, this coming next year, January thirteenth, twenty four, and it's a Saturday. Uh, that's going to be the first NFL playoff game that you've got to have Peacock to see it. Yeah. I, mm. Now you'll be able to see it in, in your local <laughs> markets. If the Titans yeah. were playing, we'd be able to see it on Channel Two or whatever local station but outside those markets those two the teams that are playing you have to have peacock to see i might have more to, to say about that when we come back but i oh, i just i don't, I don't know i'm not I cool like with that. it i'm not yeah. cool with it either but they're gonna that's what they're doing and that's what the same way they do with amazon prime remember for for uh thursday night football 
You know, yeah. they're just getting paid tons of money by these streaming services. And they didn't get really great results as far as ratings no. off of Thursday night, but off they, of that. But they so, got... They got what thirteen billion a thirteen billion dollar contract signed or something yep. like that. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach Mike. Uh, we're up against our second break, so give us a few minutes, and we'll be right back to talk. I promise you, we're going to talk some John Morant, and we're going to talk some Bryce Young on the backside. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business, 
Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3000. 
1-800-273-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the board. And I said before the break, we're going to talk a little bit about former Heisman, well, Heisman Trophy winner and former Alabama quarterback, um, Bryce Young. And uh, this article that I was pulled this information for. Of course, Bryce was drafted by the Carolina Panthers and they listed him as a whopping five foot ten. You know, which is towering above. <laughs> which is short. Short, yeah. I was say, Especially he, NFL quarterback. He's got to get on the ladder to see over oh, well, linemen. <laughs> right. And so they're in the they're in Carolina Panthers or have their rookie mini camp going on like all NFL teams do. But the coaches and the teammates um, are very impressed with Young's decision-making, his accuracy, and his timing. Uh, And they said he's recited plays from memory already, so he's gotten in the playbook, engineered a clean operation, and is finding his targets down the field. Um, So in 2021, he won the Heisman Trophy, he started 27 games at Alabama. He won 23 of those. Um, and also, they Frank Reich is the who used to quarterback for the uh, Buffalo Bills, Bills if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And um, he's the OC. He's the offensive coordinator at Carolina. And he said what he's most impressed by is just how clean – Young has been under center because everything he took at Alabama was in shotgun. So when he has to move up under center, Reich said, you know, you're going to expect to see the exchange, fumbles, the ball drop, whatever. He said, knock on wood, but he said Young has yet to drop a football, lay it on the ground. Um, So, you know, I know his height uh, was was the main kind of – questionable setback for him, maybe, uh, negative for him. Um, My biggest question was his just overall size, being able to take hits withstand. in the long term, yeah. you know, just taking hit after hit. Because, again, he's on the Panthers for a reason. Yeah. You know, they, they weren't all that good. Sure. And uh, sure. so, you know, what have they done up front to protect him and we and we and we talked about this in earlier yeah. shows, and we 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 do we've discussed it, but we said, you know, if you made a list of pros and cons of you know you would have on one side his height as a con, but the pro side of your list would be filled up with uh, football knowledge, athleticism, decision making. Uh, you know, like yeah. and like I just said, accuracy, decision making, and I think he has that internal 
uh, clock that goes off uh, that says, you know, it's it's time to run. It's, it's, time, oh, yeah. it's time to get out of this pocket and get rolling, right? So, oh, if he was if he was six inches taller, they would be they would be all you know. Everybody would be all over him as a shoe in for you know even as a rookie, he'd be a shoe in for the Hall of Fame once his career was over. If he was six inches taller, no question, because he has all the other he has all the other intangibles. He has all the other qualities except for size. Okay. Well, good luck to Bryce, and uh, we'll keep you guys posted on how that how that's turning out down there. But so far, so good uh, for him and the Carolina Panthers. Okay, John Morant has been suspended indefinitely. Of course, the basketball season's over, and players have gotten out their golf clubs or you know gone down to the British Virgin Islands or wherever they're uh, vacationing, and being indefinitely suspended by the Grizzlies. Uh, you know, probably until it's time to till practice starts again in the fall, right? <laughs> um, but the reason they did this is two months removed from John Moran being in a Denver strip club and posting pictures of himself in the strip club brandishing a pistol, and then he posted that on social media and got suspended for eight games for that. Um, and now that the season's over, he – reposted some or or posted another picture of him brandishing a weapon um, on social media, and this is what has caused the Grizzlies to suspend him indefinitely. Now, is John Morant covered by the First Amendment in this situation, Mike? First Amendment or Second Amendment? I mean, excuse me, First, First Amendment. Is he covered? First, is he covered by the free speech well, again, that amendment refers back to the government taking action against you as in putting you in prison or punishing you from right. the government's if, point if, of view. If we said something bad the about the government. The fact that he gets suspended from his pro basketball team really doesn't have anything to do with the constitutional okay. setup. And, and uh, you know, that, that, that protection is – Again, against government interference with human with uh, civil rights or with individual rights, but also the organizations have the right to make rules for their uh, employees. Sure, you know, as, as they as independent organizations, sure. you can well, put, you can put standards of behavior because you're not being forced to play for them or to work for them. Well, under so, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement with the players union, um, there is a rules under the conduct, a code or code of ethics or conduct detrimental to the league or clause. So that, that is something that the players agreed that their union reps agreed that they would, abide by and that's something that John Morant obviously did not because the Grizzlies and the and the NBA don't really want to be associated with a gun culture. There's enough right. going on out there without having to having you're to You're not going to you're not going to get there's no way this is going to come out positively. That's right. And that's and that's what And if you're wanting. making 200 million dollars and getting paid by the Grizzlies 200 million dollars then you need to abide by their rules and represent yeah. them he, he in is, a all in a respectful he's on manner. He's brought that stuff on himself. Father Eels. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We're going to be back tomorrow, Friday at 4 o'clock. Thank you for joining in. 
I'm Drake, and for Coach Mike, you all have a great night.